0: This episode of Marketing Nerds is sponsored by SpyFu, a keyword search tool that helps you improve your PPC and SEO strategy with valuable insights from your competitors. Get started with 25% off your first three months when you visit spyfu.com forward slash SEJ.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Marketing Nerds. My name is Danielle Antos. I'm the feature editor at Search Engine Journal, and I am joined today by Kathleen Garvin. She's the editor at The Penny Hoarder. Hey, Kathleen, how are you doing?
0: Hey, Danielle. Happy to be here.
1: Yay, I'm excited. (laughs) Excited to chat with you. Um, We actually have the biggest thing recently that I've seen that's gone viral has been the Chewbacca mom, and I wanted to talk to you about that and how like, so this woman goes to Kohl's and buys the silly mask. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She gets in her car and she shoots a, what, maybe a minute, not even a minute, like 30 second maybe video about how, and she can't stop laughing, how she's got this mask and she's so excited. So she puts her phone down, she puts it on. And when she opens her mouth, he does the Chewbacca sound that I am not even going to try to make. (laughs) And and she's cracking up and it's hilarious and it's such good fun. And then Cole's actually ended up following up with her. So I wanted to talk to you about that and just how that went down, because I thought that was really interesting. They did a great job. They went and they actually delivered to her house more masks because she had mentioned that this wasn't going to be for her sons. It was going to be for her. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to get your insight on that. and what you, What were you thinking when you saw that?
0: Sure. So I think everything about that video was great. Um, she seems like a very pleasant, fun-loving woman. Um, and I think that's great. I think, you know, right, there's so much bad news out there that I think to, like you said, maybe the clip was like a minute-long Facebook Live video. I think it's it's kind of fun to have that to kind of break the mold and have someone be so happy about this goofy mask. Um, so that was really cool. And, yeah, I remember I came in. So I'm, I'm one of uh, now four editors at The Penny Hoarder. Um, and at the time, I think this broke, it was like early to mid-May and came in on Monday morning. And we have a senior editor who was out that day. So I took the duties of lead editor. And yeah, it was kind of, everyone was talking about it. You know, it was big over Facebook over the weekend. Um, we're on Slack. So we have a Slack channel called Random Fun. And I think someone mm-hmm. had dropped the video in there too, just so we could all talk about it. And it's right like you said Coles is pretty good. They're pretty quick to follow up and capitalize on that moment um, because yeah it just you know it was it was the largest Facebook Live video you know created so far. It was just this huge thing. So yeah, we just kind of talked about it. And the big thing with the penny hoarder, for those of you who might not be familiar with us, is we're one of the largest personal finance websites. And so we cover, of course, all kinds of personal finance. We say that we like to make it fun. So we try and find fun angles. We cover a lot of fun jobs and personal stories. So right. We saw this huge viral story. And it was kind of like, right, there's definitely a money angle here. And one that we actually jumped on was that people who had this mask started selling them on eBay and they were selling for outrageous (laughs) amounts of money. Um, a lot of opportunists out there. Right. So, right. And then all of a sudden you couldn't find one. That was one thing too. We have a a newer social media video producer who's great. And that was her first line of business was like, Oh my gosh, I have to call these local stores and see if I can find a mask. And, you know, sure enough, you know, yeah, there were none to be found. Um, but yeah, so we covered it and we took that money angle, and one of our writers kind of like whipped up the story, and you know, we kind of put our spin on it and put it out there. And uh, yeah, from there, actually, it was kind of funny. It continued about two weeks after that for us personally. And obviously, it was in the news for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. But again, that same social media video producer found out that she uh, Chewbacca Mom was going to be at the Tampa Bay Rays baseball (laughs) game throwing out the first pitch. It just so happened. And we're in St. Petersburg, Florida, again, for reference for anyone out there. Um, But yeah, they were having some kind of Star Wars day. And so again, like, again, the forest, it was just so meant to be that she was having this big moment with you know Chewbacca and they were having this day. So yeah, our social media video producer was able to get an interview with her um, for the segment that we do where we ask people about money. So that was great too. We were able to kind of carry on coverage from there. Uh, to kind of touch on your point about Kohl's, I mean, they were so great. They were so quick uh, to follow up. And just again, you know, keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. Um It was a huge, great plug for them. I mean, aside from being a, a popular video, it's great to be name drops like that and have millions upon millions of people view it. And again, also go to your store to try and get that same exact ma- yeah. mask and kind of recreate that own, your own happy moment from that. But yeah, they were great. I remember seeing on Facebook that, right, they, you know, give them all kinds of gift cards, gave the whole family masks, like you said, mm-hmm. and just you know, all kinds of other Star Wars themed merchandise. And, you know, that was really great. Um, And if you wanted to take the conversation to kind of jump off of that, I mean, it was kind of funny because then all of these brands kind of came out of the woodwork in terms of like, oh, well, we'll give you this or, oh, come here. And she was being like flown everywhere. Um, Some great, some not so great. I mean, I definitely remember, you know, and again, I don't want to talk too much, I guess, but, you know, in terms of just like newsjacking and how, you know, that could be good or bad. And I think that was also kind of a case where some brands kind of out of nowhere were jumping on this trend, which seems kind of weird. Um, so I think just for like a a point there for other companies out there, I think it's great if you want to try and put your own spin on a big news story, but also be aware that if, if that itself is going to be kind of a distraction and not add to the story, you might want to think twice about jumping on board. I
1: definitely agree with that. So actually, I'm looking it up because I'm curious. She's gotten... Cause you guys did a video interview with her, as you mentioned. And one of the things you asked was like what she's gotten out of it or what's been her favorite thing. I think you guys asked. And, uh, she was just saying the experience, which I thought was really neat. Um, apparently she's gotten four hundred thousand, four hundred twenty thousand worth of gifts gifts since that Facebook live video went viral. And she's so yeah, the, the, um, the mask sold out almost immediately in stores um, she got 3000 worth of gifts from Kohl's talk show visits, almost 8,000. She got a Walt Disney world vacation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, see, like, this is the thing
0: it ran the gamut. Yeah. You it was crazy. Um, shit. <laughs> The same video that you referenced to that we did, um, that was one of uh, the questions that Chrissy, your producer, asked, just kind of like, oh, we heard you made all this money. And I think that was actually the first question in the video, which was pretty funny because her reaction, just like her face on camera was like, I have like, yeah, I got to tell my bank account that because my bank account isn't reflecting that. But no, she seems so sweet and down to earth and right. You know, she was just kind of, like you said, all about the experience and kind of got to or going to kind of like ride it out and see kind of where you know where it would lead you know which I think is pretty cool to just be open to something so just who would ever expect something like that I mean so many of us create content Uh on a regular basis and It just is so wild to imagine something that you put out there and expecting a couple family and friends to see and just have it take off is such a a crazy thought. I
1: think part of what made it so good, this is going to sound silly, is her haircut because her haircut, when she put on the mask, it looked so much like, like, just the, the coloring and the way it's (laughs) on. I'm not saying she has a terrible haircut. That's not it at all. It looked great on her. But when she put on the mask, it just, it like blended so seamlessly.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, that's for sure a good point. And she was so genuinely excited. Like, I think, you know, I, I appreciate Star Wars. I'm not right. a fanatic. So I think if someone like, you know, I popped on that mask and did a video, it would probably, okay, cool, whatever, move on. So I think to have such a super fan. And right, I mean, there are just so many little elements. I mean, again, it just seems, it was pure joy, I think, right? The kind of element of, oh, I have kids because <laughs> what, they're not going to get this. It's just for mom. You know, I thought all of that was great. Yeah, and
1: I think we talked about kind of the newsjacking thing and I think, so one of the rules that I've heard recently that I will totally agree with is basically if anyone died, don't newsjack, don't do it. Like it's almost never, it's not going to be a good idea. Do not make it about your brand. (laughs) That's an absolutely terrible idea. But for something like this, like you said, just the joy, that kind of a viral thing to kind of newsjack that a little bit is fantastic because I guess, all right, if you do it wrong, you're going to look a little bit fake, like your brand will look like a little bit fake and a little bit like you're trying too hard, which not great, but it's definitely better than saying something stupid after a tragedy where everyone's just like freaking really. Um, so I think the risks
0: are a totally. little bit lower. But, For sure. You don't want to be on one of those like top 10 oh, at the end God. of the year list. of uh, These are the brands that really botched yeah, it this they year. Said no,
1: no. Publicity is bad publicity, but I I don't know if that's true.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it stinks a little bit, I'm
1: sure. Uh, but yeah, Cole's did a great job because I didn't feel like I don't know where I saw the video. I did see the video of her getting the stuff at her house, then bringing the stuff. But I still felt like I don't know who recorded it. I'm not sure what brand shared it. Um, but I felt like they made it more about her, and it wasn't you know there was no president of the company trying to sneak his face. You know, I didn't catch that vibe. Like it felt really like a genuine thanks from the brand.
0: That's, yeah, that's an excellent point. I agree. It wasn't anybody trying to. Oh, by the way, Coles or like wear your Chewbacca mask and get thirty percent off this weekend. Like there was no overkill, right? It seemed organic, and that they were just kind of yeah. Thanks for being a fan, and appreciate the plug, and you know here uh, continue on with the happiness. You know, right? Here's some gift cards. Here's some merch. I think is good. Um, you know, along the same lines of kind of, you know, brands that get it wrong. I remember. You know, one of the more strange offers she seemed to receive was from this college in, like, central Florida, where they were like, oh, we're going to give you and your family scholarships, which, you know, is a nice gesture. But, you know, she, her and her family are based in Texas. Her children are not of college age. And I mean, and that seemed to be one of the, like, kind of weirder, like, not so organic, trying to jump on the, hey, we want this publicity, too, kind of thing. I'm trying to
1: think, like, how could you make that work? I don't... Yeah, I don't know how a college makes that work. I mean, maybe if you had, like, a science camp for the kids or something, like, if that was something that you already had, and inviting their kids, um, inviting her to talk at a marketing class, that would have been a good idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, right. I think... I think you know we keep repeating oh the joy there was just so much you know it seems so natural I think that was kind of like their PR thing was oh yeah we really appreciated her joy so here's like here is a free college education um it's just reaching a little bit um you know but hey I guess you know it doesn't hurt to put yourself out there in a situation that is overwhelmingly positive like right it might be kind of weird but right you would think it can't really backfire on you but right that was just kind of it's kind of on like the tail end of all the hype so right that was one of the ones that seemed just kind of a little weird and Maybe yeah i misplaced. mean that's a good
1: idea i guess i don't know i mean we were actually talking before the call about student loans and i was mentioning that i still have a lot so i mean i'm if somebody wants to be weird give me a free college education i can't say i'd be mad about it. <laughs> but it 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 rings a little false i agree um all right we're gonna take a real quick break and when we come back we wanted i wanted to talk about um how to try to figure out um, how to create that kind of content, which you can't really plan the viral. And I truly believe that you can't plan viral content that you have to just create good content that your audience wants to engage with. And, you know, sometimes you get lucky, unfortunately. But yeah, we'll be right back.
0: This episode of Marketing Nerds is sponsored by SpyFu, a keyword search tool that helps you improve your PPC and SEO strategy with valuable insights from your competitors. Get started with 25% off your first three months when you visit spyfu.com forward slash SEJ.
1: All right, and I we are back now. It is Danielle. I'm with Search Engine Journal. I'm the features editor. We were talking today with Kathleen Garvin of... Penny Hoarder about um, building content that your audience really wants to engage with. We just touched on the Chewbacca mom and how well that went and how some of the brands kind of news jacked that, including the Penny Hoarder, although you guys did a really good job, I thought, with it um, by interviewing her. As (laughs) soon as I saw it, I shared her and I was like, I kind of love this lady (laughs) because she was so genuine Um, and so, so great. All right. So like the next part I wanted to talk about was how you can create that kind of content that people really truly want to engage with. And it's something I think you guys do really well at the Penny Hoarder. Um, I've read your stuff a lot, especially over like the last year or so. And you guys do a really good job of coming up with, um, what was it? How to travel for free and stuff like that. So how do you think, how do you find out what kind of content that you're you're, audience is truly going to engage with so that you're not talking at them, but you're actually developing a conversation?
0: Sure. Well, first up, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you, you know, um, admiring our content, thinking that we do a good job. It's always great to hear. Um, I will say that we, we have a couple of in-house writers and I will say We kind of joke about everyone having a different beat, but, you know, we do have someone who has a lot of experience in travel. So for a lot of those travel articles, it's Mm -hmm. so easy to kind of assign it to her because, you know, it's just so ingrained in her and so natural to kind of look for those deals and know which ones are deals versus duds. Um, And again, just great writers. um, So that helps for sure. Just having solid writers, experienced writers and people who have their own and we all have this, you know, I'm sure the same is, you know, it's the same with the SCJ staff. I'm sure each one of you mm-hmm. kind of has an area that you're stronger in and that is great. It helps just, you know, the overall products. Um, so that's that, which is great. Um, and we also do a weekly or excuse me, not a weekly. We do a daily standup every single day at 930, which is we grab people from press, editorial, a couple other people. And we just have a meeting, usually about 10, 15 minutes. Before the meeting, we all kind of scour the web and find any newsy stories or is there anything timely that we want to talk about? And we bring those stories to that 930 meeting. And yeah, we just kind of hash them out. And you know, a big thing is, you know, and you touched on this that right, we wanna we wanna serve the reader. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk at them. We want to feel like we're talking to them. So a question we ask ourselves a lot. Um, is, are we excited about it? Which if we're not, that's usually, okay, easy. No. Um, but also how will this help the reader? Will it help the reader? Um, is it just something seasonal that we feel like we should mention because everyone else is mentioning it, but we're not really adding anything to that conversation. Well, that's probably another situation where we drop it, but you know, right. I will say that, um, we don't cover all travel. Um, there are just some things through Google Analytics and, you know, kind of monitoring traffic and things like that, seeing what's shared on social media that we know just don't really tend to work for our audience. But, right, something maybe like a kind of cheap road trip, you know, where you can find the cheapest gas nice. using these, like, five apps and, you know, using, you know, going on this day as opposed to leaving closer to the weekend, you know, just kind of things like that, um, something like that might work, Um so, right, we kind of experiment. We're not afraid to fail. It's great to be in an environment like that where if something doesn't work once. We don't immediately write it off. Um, we'll just maybe try and take a different spin, things like that. Um, we were on a Twitter chat recently uh-huh. together that I posted, um, and thank you for coming. Um, but one tool, one tool I mentioned that I'll mention here, because a lot of people didn't seem to know about it, is CrowdTangle. And so we used that. And that's essentially a social monitoring platform. um, And you can kind of specify the channels that you want to keep tabs on. So I know we keep tabs on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, probably a couple other ones. And that just kind of um, collects viral content. I'm hearing quail.
1: I don't think that's right.
0: (laughs) It it might be my Philly accent. I'm sorry. Crowd? You other non Philadelphians might say. Crowd. With that Philly accent. Wow. (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it happens it happens with a few different words um it's funny in our office we work with people from like all over the country and even other countries and I feel like (laughs) like a special snowflake sometimes because I'll say things and people will be like what and um, I'm like sorry yeah it's a Philly thing I guess um (laughs) but crowd like C-R-O-W-D Tangle. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, and yeah, so <laughs> so we have that synced mm-hmm. with our Slack channel. And we check that every day, too. We have a couple of editorial interns who have joined us for the summer. So I know a couple of them will kind of monitor them for us. And yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, um, content goes viral for a couple of different reasons. But I mean, you know, it's not an accident, too. At the same time, like you'll see the same story across so many different platforms will just like blow up. So yeah, you'll you'll kind of just like kind of go down the line and see what stories everyone is talking about. And kind of like I talked about earlier with Chewbacca Mom in terms of how can we inject ourselves into this conversation, we'll, you know, right, what is everyone talking about and does it have a penny hoarder angle? You know, is it exciting? Uh, can we add to it? Will it be useful for our readers? And so we'll take those stories too to the meeting and kind of, you know, go so from need there to know. and decide. Does if your it's boss a fit.
1: lean on the wall like TMZ? Cause like you're telling me about this daily meeting and this is the visual I have on my head. (laughs) I forget what the guy's name is. The dark haired guy.
0: Oh, Harvey. Oh, that's kind of great. I'm sure if I tell Kyle that he will have a good laugh about that. Um, no, I will say, uh, so Kyle Taylor is the CEO and he's the creator of the penny hoarder. Um, you know he is involved in so many different things, but one thing I really appreciate about him and our executive editor Alexis Grant is that they are they're pretty hands off with that stuff. I mean they have a lot of trust in us, and and that's so great to be involved. I don't think I've ever been involved with an environment um, with leaders who are so trusting and kind of like you guys know what you're doing, so we're gonna let you handle it and take it from here. Um, if we're kind of on the fence about something, maybe we'll breeze it by him. But for the most part, again, I mean, he's, he's a busy man. He's involved in a lot of different things and making sure the company is, you know, just operating the way it needs to. So, yeah. So again, he's pretty hands off and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it helps too. The results speak for themselves. You know, we've, we've had a lot of growth over the last year, especially. And I think, um, you know, right. Just kind of being able to see that things are headed in a good direction, you know, kind of, uh you know, right. It's just kind of, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And it's they awesome. just kind of let us, uh, I think it's editorial it's, kind it's, of run the show it's that way
1: for people to hire. That's very much the way it is with, with the SCJ team. Um, we have a group of partners, uh, Lauren Baker, the founder, Jenny Hendrickson, and, uh, Brent Satoris. And they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely involved and they're definitely there because these, they're what we would, they're pretty decently well known in the industry. Um, I stumble over that cause I was trying to find a way to say it without being like well you know they're kind of a big deal <laughs> um but no and and the Humble important thing bread. is to hire and cultivate staff that you trust so not necessarily to hire someone to expect them right off the bat but to actually cultivate them and to guide them to where yeah you can step back and having that you mentioned it before having the ability to fail I think that that's so important and we're a little bit kind of off topic but I do think that it's important especially in small meeting agencies or creative type of brands to give your people room to fail. Because if they have the faith that even if they do something and it fails, they're not going to get fired immediately. I mean, obviously, there's really stupid things you could do that that might happen. But just in general, that their job's not at risk. It breeds creativity very much.
0: Totally. No, I mean, I also I know it's kind of off topic, but I could talk about office and company culture all day. I think it's, extremely important. It does start at the top. And I think there's a difference between Mm -hmm. saying that you're allowed to fail and actually, you know, living that. Um, I think a lot of companies like to say it because it's cool to say that and cool to feel like, you know, you're that cool company that, you know, will try things and fail and won't be afraid to fail and try again. Um, But, you know, I've seen examples in my own life and the life of coworkers where that's not always the case. And, you know, I I do feel bad for people um, in those situations. It's a very powerless feeling to feel like you can contribute or you know, you might be on Twitter and see something's mm-hmm. trending and you know, it would be great for your company to kind of leap off of that and to bring it to a manager who might say, well, that's not your job. So why are you on Twitter? Like, no, you know, not interested. Yeah, and you know, it's, we'll it's kind of like you've another, lost at that point. if you that kind of attitude.
1: Um, I really enjoyed our, our conversation. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk to you. And I, I feel like I've met just about everyone but on your U.S. team. In so I definitely have to link up with you too. at an event, some,
1: time soon <laughs> soon i know we'll i can't believe you well, thank you guys for we listening hang on. Out. we'll see you guys next week this marketing nerds podcast has been brought to you by search engine journal for more news interviews and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world visit us at searchenginejournal.com.